what I learned this weekend is you just push through. Like everybody always asks me like, how, how do you stay up? How do you stay awake? Blah, blah, blah. Like you just do it. Hey there. Welcome to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more hosted by me, Emma Capotis. Each week I'll be covering everything from dance music, culture, industry news, trending topics, and festival tips, advice, and reviews. You can also expect to hear stories from ravers, artists, business owners, and more. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. What is up, fam? Party Girl Voice is back. I think that lasted about one week, maybe. <laughs> we had one episode where my voice returned to normal, and now we're back because we just had a very long, fun, exciting weekend in Miami. We're going to talk all about it today. It's, it's going to be a fun episode, so get ready for it, guys. Grab a snack grab a drink, wherever you're listening, come hang out with me. Um, Because today is just going to be like a fun kind of catch up type episode. Um, I don't normally do these things. So if you're new here, welcome. Um, I had a really fun bachelorette weekend in South Beach, like I said. And honestly, there was a lot of music involved. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a full episode on Rave Culture Cast, kind of recapping how the whole weekend went um, and talking a lot about it. I want to share everything that we did and talk about some of the Um, some of the artists we saw, uh, I also went to space in Miami for the first time, which was really cool. So I'm going to chat about that at the end and kind of give some tips and advice on that experience because we were first timers and we definitely learned some lessons. Um, so yeah, this episode's a little bit different, but I just want to share a little bit more of my life with you guys, a little bit more on the personal side. So that's what today's episode is all about. It's going to be fun, jam-packed full of stories. I also just put up a vlog on my YouTube channel. So if you guys want to see how it all went down, definitely check it out. It was a good time. Um, I'll try and include some B-roll footage in here as well. So you guys feel like you were there with me. Um, yeah. So I hope this episode's helpful too. If any of you guys are planning a trip there, does not just have to be for a bachelor or bachelorette party. Uh, I would 100% go back to Miami. We had so much fun and there's a lot to do there and a really thriving music scene as well, as you can imagine. If, especially if you're into dance music. So highly recommend it. Um, but before we jump into things, just a couple quick things here at the top of the episode. Uh, let's dive into our artist highlight. So I want to talk about an artist that I actually got to see this weekend. So it's very fitting. Um, his name is Casey Lights. He is a Scottish DJ, I believe, um, who does kind of like euphoric house. It was a little bit of kind of poppier tech house to me. Um, and it was a total surprise. I'll get into that story later. But I had heard of his name before, but we didn't know we were going to see him this weekend. It was kind of just like a fun surprise. But I've been listening to his music the last two days since being home and um, really fun music. It was a really upbeat set. Uh, We had a lot of fun dancing to it. So I I highly recommend checking out Casey, like the letter Casey Lights. Um, I definitely recommend his song Share a Little Love and his One Last Time remix. Those are both great, great songs. So if you guys like a little bit more upbeat euphoric house, uh, a little tech house, I think you'll like Casey Lights for sure. So definitely check him out. Um, Okay. And then last few things, some quick reminders. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would share this with a friend, rate, review, subscribe, do all the things. Um, We also have a merch line. So if you guys want to pick up anything, uh, there will always be links below, down below in the description box. Um, And 
very exciting. I know I've been mentioning that a new merch line is on the way and it is very much in the works. I may or may not be wearing some right now, but I will show you guys a sneak peek at the end. I'll, I'll kind of pop into frame and show you. Um, but a couple stuff started arriving. So I've been, you know, checking materials, designs, making sure everything looks how it should. Still waiting on about half of the collection to come in, but it is my favorite drop to date like favorite it's totally inspired by the dance music community um, and all of the amazing subgenres and subcultures of dance music so I'm really proud of it super excited for you guys to get your hands on it so more to come on that but yeah if you want to shop the rave culture cast like logo line I have out and the player collection that's all on the site Alrighty, you guys with all that being said we're going to talk about what to do in Miami, how to have an amazing time, where to find good music, good food. We're going to chat all about that. So that's what we are about to dive into. But I'm going to take a super quick break before we get into all of the stories. Okay, so just to give you guys some backstory so you can catch up to speed here. So this was my bachelorette party. I'm getting married early next year. And I had originally intended to go to New Orleans. Uh, I've never been before. I've always wanted to go there. And, you know, it was going to be right around spooky season. So I wanted to do like all these like ghost tours and all that shit. And obviously with COVID, you know, planning things in general was tricky. But then um, flights to New Orleans were like $700 round trip. And I believe everything happens for a reason. It just was clearly shaping up to be that it wasn't going to work out. And so I had always had Miami in like the back of my mind, but I had been there before. So I was like, I I don't know if I want to do something new. But being a dance music lover, I was like, you know what? We'll have good weather. We can do the beach. There's plenty of partying. There's space. Like we can just go out and dance and like have a great time. And I haven't been since um, Ultra in 2017. That was the last time I was in South Beach. So we everybody was on board. You know, we, we were very much about it. So I had um, seven, seven of my girlfriends with me. Um, just like such a fun group, like girls I've known my whole life, college friends. I had my friend Vibe with AIDS. Some of you might know her as a content creator. So we had an amazing group, eight of us all together, and we ended up staying on South Beach. Um, I want to shout out the hotel because I highly recommend it. We had a great experience there. Um, It was called the Lowe's, L-O-E-W-S in South Beach, um, right on the beach, really big hotel. Uh, We ended up getting a deal because my friend's dad had a connection. So that was a huge help. But they had their own really big pool, access to the beach. And I just like really liked the location of it in a good area we could still walk to a lot and we had considered staying like in an airbnb in Wynwood because Wynwood was the area like everybody who lives down there was telling us go over there it's like artsy and there's a lot more stuff to go out and it's a nicer area but we ended up wanting to stay in south beach for the beach so we get to the hotel this was this past thursday um and it was amazing my friends had it all decorated it was so cool they ended up printing out these like mini heads of brian and put them on sticks which was so fucking funny that was like a theme that ran throughout the whole weekend but we brought brian's head with us literally everywhere (laughs) it's so funny so we have plenty of footage of that in the vlog um but yeah i got there thursday great weather that i mean that's like a nice thing you can count on i'm very happy we did that because just to be able to like sit on the beach and relax and have a cocktail was so nice um so 10 out of 10 recommend doing something tropical for your bachelor or bachelorette party um So yeah, Thursday, we kind of just like took it easy, did the beach, hung out. Service was amazing at the hotel. Uh, We did a liquor store run, got everything we would need for our little pre-games and all that good stuff. 
And then um, some of the girls still weren't arriving until like really late on Thursday. So the the people who were there, we ended up going to Naked Taco, which is a pretty good Mexican restaurant. Um, I had been there in 2017 as well and really liked it. I'm a big fan. Like Mexican food is my favorite. So we did that and it was a blast. One thing I will say, you don't even have to be like fully dressed up. Like I wasn't wearing like a full bridal crown or sash or anything like that I had shirts and I had tank tops for brunch but you know when you go with a a group of you know six to eight girls they ask like what are you celebrating blah 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 so of course we tell them it's a bachelor party and then like the shots start coming and so we got so many free shots we had like pitchers of margaritas like it we drank a lot okay we drank a lot this weekend (laughs) I'm still recovering obviously so it was a fucking blast dinner was really fun um And then after that, we kind of like didn't have plans. We were just going to go bar hopping. So we did walk down and pop over to the Clevelander, which is like a pretty well-known like hotel and they have an outdoor bar. If you guys watch the Jersey Shore, like they went to the Clevelander a lot and always had like a table there. Honestly, I was not really a fan. Uh, It was a felt like kind of a tourist trap. It was a weird crowd and weird vibe overall. So we like had... I think my friend got one drink and then we left. So that was not the vibe. And then I was like, guys, you know what? I'm I'm getting older and I'm tired. <laughs> that was another reoccurring theme of the weekend. We were all fucking tired. So we just went back and played games and hung out and honestly just ate and slept, which was the best thing we, we could have done. So, you know, anybody can relate. Sometimes you just go on a trip and you're fucking tired. So that was Thursday. The real trip kind of begins on Friday. So Friday we had everybody there. Um, we did a really great brunch in the morning um my friend taylor bruno recommended it we really enjoyed it it's called limonada it was also on south beach soup girls like guys whatever super cute decor very cute it had like all lemons everywhere they had like plenty of photo opportunities they had like neon sign on the wall and all that but the drinks here were so good i cannot even describe like we were like we didn't want to do bottomless at that time, but we were like, can you do pictures of your drinks? Cause they had these like limonada refreshers since it was all like lemonade themed. So it was basically like these delicious lemonades with like all fresh fruit. We got like a cucumber mint one and we got a watermelon lemonade. Got so watermelon basil. Oh my fucking God. Delicious. So good. So we had pictures of that to start off the morning. I got chicken and waffles, my favorite breakfast food and delicious so I highly recommend Limonada we had a great time there um, and it got pretty busy by the end of it they had a really cool pool area in the back so great time there and then we ended up just going back to the hotel and having just a beach day which was perfect it was like honestly the perfect weekend so we just got to relax and again service was amazing at Lowe's you walk out to their beach and they have people who set up chairs for you towels free of charge you had to pay for an umbrella but again like they were super accommodating so that was all amazing And then from there, we kind of just had lunch on the beach. We ordered some cocktails. I will say drinks in Miami are so expensive, like not just there, but at other places too. They were pretty expensive for cocktails. So especially at this hotel, it was like $17 minimum for a freaking like small cocktail. However, they were the small was like a decent sized cup. But I was like, I can't order more than one drink (laughs) like at this hotel. It's a lot. So we ended up doing that for like majority of the day, Um, just hung out, played some music. And then Friday was really looking forward to it. Uh, This the night kind of like takes a turn, but it was just like 
going to be dinner, a really nice dinner and then go out bar hopping kind of situation. So we ended up um, drinking in the room, which is perfect. Whether you guys are going for a festival birthday party, bachelorette, whatever it might be. Like definitely come prepared with games. Um, We had these different, we had a truth or drink card game, which is really fun. We played it at my friend Vicky's bachelorette, um, which like helped break the ice because, you know, I had friends from different groups coming together. So we played card games. We drank Um, Sammy, my maid of honor, got us these like little drink pouches that had our names on them. And mine said like, you know, Mrs. with my last name. And so we played like the heads up game. So fun. So we ended up just drinking in the room, having a great time. And then we went to Blue Ribbon Sushi, which was so fucking bomb. I cannot even describe. I love sushi, but I don't have it that often. This was so good. And I'm pretty sure it's a chain restaurant because there's definitely Blue Ribbon also makes fried chicken. If you guys have heard of that before, because I knew about the Blue Ribbon fried chicken. But again, this was also in South Beach. Um, really cool decor, really nice, like outdoor area. Same thing, like had a pool out there and like the sushi was just like some of the best sushi I've ever had. Really delicious. The drinks were all good. Um, we brought the Brian head along with us and he was like on a date and we just played some fun games. So that was like a really nice like dinner to start out the night. And then we kind of, were just going to do whatever. So we had a, a bar picked out, like Sammy had a bar picked out and We went there and I think like we were just on another level than the people in the bar because it was 10 o'clock, but we were like ready to fucking rage. You know what I mean? And it was still like people were still eating and like the bar was half empty. So it was a super cute bar. It was called Sweet Liberty. It had so much potential, but I think we were just there too early. So we had one cocktail there and we were like, we want to dance. Where can we go? We are in freaking Miami. There's a million and one places to go. And I was like, I don't want to do a club because you you can easily do that, guys. I've done story before in Miami. I did that for Ultra. You can go to Live. You can go to Eleven. You can go down like the, the typical nightclub route if you wanted to. But we weren't like fully dressed for that. We looked cute, but we weren't like decked out in nightclub attire. You know what I mean? And I didn't feel like paying for a ticket or anything because we had space the next night. So... We were just like, what do we do? So I forgot to mention this, but when we were on the beach earlier that day, similar, I guess, kind of like Las Vegas. Sometimes you just walk around the strip in Las Vegas and promoters just come up to you. It was kind of like that. Like we're a huge group of girls. We had promoters like coming up to us on the beach, at least two, like immediately when we got there. And we weren't sure like, are these legit? Are these not? But like, that's the life of a promoter. They've got to hustle. They got to do their thing. So we had two promoters come up to us and I took their numbers and we were kind of like, let's just see. And obviously like they text you being like, hey, we have this tonight, like come by. There's a pregame, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we we didn't answer like the whole day because we weren't going to do anything. We had space the next night, but now it's 1030 on Friday and I'm like, cool, let's just go back to the promoter. So thank you to him for answering us. But um, all we knew is there was a pregame at SLS Hotel, which I've heard of SLS. It's a famous hotel in South Beach. Um, and I know they have like clubs and pools and things like that. Again, because at Ultra, all of these hotels do like pool parties and after parties. So I was like, OK, SLS. We didn't know what the vibes were. I had no fucking clue at all. I didn't even ask. But we were like, I'm assuming there's going to be a DJ. So we didn't know what we were walking into. You know, great start. So we go, but it was like a five minute walk from where we were. So we were like, fuck it, let's just go. And if it's weird, we'll leave. So we get to the hotel, really nice hotel. We go through the lobby and they're like, just walk past the pool outside. So we walk past the pool and then we start to see 
beyond the pool we hear like start to hear a dj so we're like great and then we see like all these this these lights and this like artwork and the trees and we're like what the fuck is back there like you it was kind of hidden so we were like what is that so we go through and we're like oh this is like clubby kind of so there were tables and stuff and it was nice we each paid like a certain amount and we got like table service which was awesome and it was kind of like eclectic there was all different types of people there some people were really dressed up like girls were in dresses and heels so we were it was good that we got dressed up but we were not on like that level but it was this like amazing atmosphere there were like artists doing graffiti art there were different tables there again like all these trees with artwork in the trees like and they were playing like very much deep house and so we were fucking loving it like me aid my friend vicky sammy were like yes like we found the house music and it wasn't even like tech house it was like deep house like you have to be into this kind of music to like it kind of thing because it was very chill so we were like, okay, random. We just stumbled upon this. Turns out, and some of you guys are going to probably know this, but it was Hyde, um, SLS Hyde, I guess like their beach club or their nightclub. Um, I had never heard of it, but I Googled it after and it's like very much a popular nightclub. And it was like a whole show that night. So we had no fucking clue and we stumbled into it and it was a blast. Honestly, we had the best freaking time there. So at that point, it's like 1130 now. Um, I, I don't think the music was some of my friends vibes, which I totally understood. So a lot of them like went home early. And then me, Sammy, Aid, me, Sammy and Aid and Tara. Duh. Hello. Me, Sammy, Aid and Tara stayed later and had the best time. And so we like made friends with other people at other tables. And then eventually it was midnight and the DJ switched and then the vibes totally switched. So this DJ comes on, he starts playing like way more upbeat house, way more tech house. And we were like, fuck yes. Like this is the vibe. We're ready to go. We're ready to rage. So we were so happy we stayed. And then if you guys have seen them, you'll see it in the vlog. There's this app called the big app, which like puts these like giant letters on your phone. And if you shake it, the light, like the letters flash and you put them on your head. So we were being like super fucking obnoxious. And we were putting like different messages on our head on our phone. <laughs> so we were doing that for a while. And then it started raining. So luckily they like I don't know how to describe it, but we were in an outside area, but there was also a bar area that was covered that had tables. And because this club wasn't like that packed, they moved everybody inside under the awning. And so the DJ moved inside. All of the tables were moved inside. So it was super awesome. And then it turns out it was Casey Lights was DJing it. And again, like me and Aid had heard of his name. We were like, what the fuck? How did we randomly stumble upon like this actual house show? So Casey Lights was like the DJ for the night and he was awesome and his set was really, really good. We really enjoyed it. We got to meet him after and take a picture with him. So I'll ask Aid for the picture. Hopefully we don't look too ratchet. Um, but yeah, it was we were two sheets to the wind. We had a lot of drinks. It was a good time. So we really enjoyed ourselves. We ended up staying out to like 233, I want to say. Like we lasted for a while went back to the hotel, passed out, went to sleep. So that was Friday night. So I was just so happy because I was in my element. Like I felt like I found my people and I was just like, you give me music and a couple of drinks and I'm a happy camper. That's all I want to do is be around it. So that was, I was very happy. So Saturday, shockingly, we were fine when we woke up. Sammy was really, really hungover. I felt bad. She missed all of the rest of the activities for the rest of the trip and I felt so bad for her, um, but she was super hungover. 
But we woke up, we rallied, we were ready to go and we had brunch plans again and it was more music, which was exciting. So this kind of came together really, really quickly. Um, but if any of you guys are in the area or if you live in a city where like music is very much like a part of the culture, I feel like you'll fully understand this, but I just feel like we naturally gravitated towards the people we were meant to be with. So like we found the music everywhere we went. And so friends of mine had posted that there was going to be this like house music brunch for the first time. And so it was like three different DJs were DJing it and it was like brunch specials, cheap shots, like all this good stuff at this place called Freehold. Um, and Freehold has multiple locations. There's one in Brooklyn as well. I've never been there, but it looked really nice. Great reviews. And this was in the Wynwood area. So I was like, I'm down. So we booked that like a couple days before. Um, we weren't originally going to do brunch again on Saturday, but we were like, fuck it, let's go. And it was a blast. So we get to the, the Wynwood area again. If if and when I go back to Miami, I will definitely spend more time here because there was just like endless options. So I highly recommend if you guys come in the future, if you go for, go for ultra, anything like that, check out the Wynwood like arts, dis, arts district. Yeah. That didn't sound right <laughs> with the arts district. It's so cool. There's so many photo ops, so many restaurants, bars, like everything. Really, really amazing options. So I wish we had more time there. But um, Freehold was really good. Um, the food was bomb. Like they did have a special brunch menu, which was good, but it was a little bit limited food wise. But they treated us so well. Again, like because we kind of knew the people doing the event, they kept like sending shots over and they gave us a bottle of champagne to celebrate because I had my bride tank top on. So overall, like so thankful for all the service. It was really, really nice and we were treated so well and I was super grateful for that. So we kind of had a very chill brunch because we got there at one o'clock, which is when it started and it kind of didn't pick up for a little while after that, but it started to fill in. And I got to say, the fashion in Miami is so fucking fire. Like you ladies and gentlemen dress so nice. I, I need to step up my game. Like the girls looked so cool. They had like different hats and sunglasses and like really cool floral patterns and shorts. Like everybody looked bomb like out of a magazine like so so good their outfits were awesome um and then you got girls showing up in like a bikini top and shorts which is like very Miami to me so yeah the, the fashion was fire and everybody looked so cool so very much impressed about all of that so if you do go to Miami in the future just know you can definitely dress very like very cool very edgy very beachy like obviously it was 80 something degrees it was super hot the whole weekend so you can definitely dress like that um and then yeah and then we got to like get up my friend taylor bruno came she's part of the rave fam um i got to meet her at imagine music festival and i haven't seen her since imagine 2019 so it was so good to see her me and aid were so excited so she finally came and her boyfriend, um, Dennis De Niro is one of the DJs. He's awesome as well. Definitely go check him out. Um, so we like got up and we went out and danced on the dance floor. There were people shuffling there. And again, like if you guys are like me, I just felt in my element. Like, again, I was just like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is the shit I love. Like I could be around this all the time. These are my people. Uh, I ended up seeing um, one of my Instagram followers there who was really cool. She like came over to me. She's like, I literally just commented on one of your posts like an hour ago. And I was like, oh, my God, no fucking way. So that was cool. And um, yeah, music was fire. Everybody played really great sets. And then same thing. It ended up raining again, like 
tropical storming so they moved everybody inside and same thing really cool vibe um it just felt like all friends hanging out like everybody kind of knew each other and people were just like hanging out and they were friends with the dj and they were just playing great music and we were dancing and it was funny because we were like we're gonna go for like two hours in quotations and then we're gonna go take a nap and we're gonna get ready for space tonight like that was the whole fucking game plan absolutely not that shit went out the window so fast it was like we got there at one probably around 3 30 some of my friends left to go take a nap and then me me tara and aid being who we are we're like we're just gonna stay some more kept ripping shots like i took some espresso martini shots i don't even know what else and then I started drinking some waters and like we didn't end up leaving there until like 530, I want to say. So we ended up staying there for a while. And I, I tweeted at one point when I was drunk, I was like, who needs a nap or something like that? So anyway, that was all of Saturday during the day. Honestly, your body, it's the same as like a festival weekend. Like what I learned this weekend is you just push through. Like everybody always asks me like, how, how do you stay up? How do you stay awake? Blah, blah, blah. Like you just do it like your body just runs on adrenaline and there were a couple times like I was tired we were almost falling asleep at brunch earlier that day and then we were like no we're getting the fuck up we're gonna go move our bodies we're gonna go dance I'm gonna get another drink and like loosen up and you just push through it and so that's what I did I was like I get one bachelor party I'm going ham I'm not sleeping my way through it so that's what we did and we kind of just like persevered so we did go back to the hotel we ordered room service and I did take like probably a 45 minute cat nap which was very necessary but I when I woke up from that nap I was like so fucking groggy but we rallied and then six of us two of the girls stayed back they weren't feeling well but six of us ended up going to dinner um, and we spent the rest of the time in the Wynwood area again so we went back to South Beach to take the nap and then back to Wynwood for dinner um, I also recommend the restaurant we did for dinner I think it's called Le Chic or Le, Le Chic is how it's spelled uh, delicious the lavender what was it lavender martini no it was like a lavender like tequila drink it was so delicious Oh my gosh, the cocktails again, expensive, but delicious. So I just got one. And at that point, it was like we didn't dinner at nine o'clock on this past Saturday. So again, I feel like my group was was tired. <laughs> they were trying to hang in as best they could. Um, but dinner was really delicious. And we kind of just hung out there. And then I got to meet my friend Hallie, who goes by Seriously Hallie on Instagram. Uh, she's a graphic designer. She's de- designed a bunch of different rave brands, logos, and she's a bad bitch. So she lives in the area. And I finally got to meet her in person. And it was great. She came out even just for a half an hour just to say hi. Um, so she ended up taking us to, I think it was called like the Tiki Garden or something like that. Again, big surprise like we were kind of just like going wherever the wind took us and she was like hey guys when I was walking here I've never been there but I heard like really great music in the back of this bar if you guys want to go and we were like sure so we literally just like walked down the street and then it was like all Latin music which was awesome you would never guess it like you walk through this tiki bar you go out the back and there's just this massive area in the back completely packed everyone's just like dancing and grinding and whatever and it was all latin music and it was all spanish and it was really cool because we didn't get any of that yet and that's like that is like miami right so that was really cool to experience that for a little bit and then it was about 11 30 and i was like okay we're gonna go to space now like we got to just do it because this was the whole the whole weekend I was looking forward to going to space Miami because it's such an iconic venue and I've always wanted to go there it's it's one of the biggest most famous 
venues for dance music. Like the artists they get there are hardcore. Like it is serious. And I just never experienced it. And I've heard so many stories about it. So this is all I knew going into it. Everybody who's been before was like, you are in it for the long haul. You stay there till the sun comes up. Like the artists don't even go on until really early in the morning, blah, blah, blah. So we, the only reason we had an issue with this is because we did get a table and I'll talk about that in a second. I'll give you guys some tips on that. But when we selected the table, we didn't realize like usually in New Jersey, you have to be, or even in Vegas, like if you get a table, they tell you like you have to be there at 1130 or you have to be here for before midnight. So we thought it was kind of the same deal. And when I booked the table on the website, I prepaid for it and you had to select what time you were arriving and I selected 1130. Apparently that's like, complete BS you don't even have to do that like if you buy the table you have the table so the whole rest of the night the tables around us weren't showing up until like 1 30 or 2 30 in the morning so I guess that doesn't matter so if you do go to space in the future just know you want to go later we learned that lesson it's fine we had the experience no matter what but we didn't end up seeing Anna who was the artist we came there to see she was the headliner um People were telling me they don't go on until like four or five. They were right. They listed the set times on their stories like that day. And she played like the headliners set time was 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. So if you're getting there at 1130 and you think you're going to stay till eight, you're going to be there for almost eight hours. So what a lot of people do and what I have been told is you show up at like five or six a.m. So sleep, go to sleep. I mean, if you really want to come and you think you can stay out that long, you know, show up at 2 a.m. and stay till 8 a.m., totally acceptable as well. Um, but, you know, if you're drinking or doing other substances, I'm sure that will help you stay out that late. But it's a lot and it's exhausting. So in the future, when I go to space, I will definitely like sleep and then wake up at 5 a.m. and then go like earlier in the morning so I can actually see the headliner set. But we, we didn't make it, guys. <laughs> we stayed 1130 to 330 and then we called it a night. We had an early flight as well. We had to be up at 830 for our flight. So that's kind of like where we fucked up a little bit. But um, still had the best experience. Um, I'll chat a little bit more about that in one second. OK, sorry. Had to regroup. So just some things to note about space. So when we booked our table, you know, it's obviously very expensive. It's it's not budget friendly, but it was a special occasion. So if you guys have a special occasion or you just really want your space, if you have a little bit more of a budget, like obviously it's a it's a good thing. And as I get older, I, I want my space <laughs> space. Get it. OK. Anyway, so we picked a really nice table to if you're looking at the stage, we were all the way to the front right kind of like behind the couches that were on the dance floor, if you guys know what I'm talking about, if you've been there before. So we had a really nice table. Um, service was pretty great. Like I said, we got there and there were the six of us. Three of my friends left like 45 minutes into it because they were just so tired and I totally understood. So me, Aid, and Tara, again, just the three of us stayed at this table. So I ended up texting Taylor Bruno and I was like, hey, if you guys are still out, like come to space, like join our table. We're gonna, we The three of us cannot possibly drink the amount of liquor that we have to spend on this freaking table. So please come and join us. So they did. So that was amazing. Um, but in general, the venue was so much bigger than I thought it was going to be. It was fucking crazy. Like massive massive venue um it's right across the street from where 11 is which i didn't realize and it's in the winwood area um but you like kind of like 
go through and you go up the stairs and you check in and then after you check in like the whole theme of it is really cool I guess I wasn't expecting like all the decor and stuff like that but um, there's like different levels to it and then you go up the main stairs and then you're on the main floor which is where like the space nightclub is and there's a loft area so there's like seating and stuff like that but you are not in the room with the DJ so those tables were way more affordable those were like seven to eight hundred dollars a pop I want to say and there was a separate bar in there you could still hear the music perfectly but you didn't have a view of like the main room and then in the main room like it just was so cool to see the sign and all of like the the greenery that hangs on the lights and everything like that like I just remember being like it's so dark in here like it was very dark nightclub vibes like all this beautiful greenery all the couches were cool and everything like that so it was a very cool vibe loved that um our table we ended up spending I think it was 2500 for our table plus service fees taxes it was 3300 total and we split that by eight people so it was a lot of money it was a couple hundred bucks a person and then you had to pay tip for the bottle waitress on top of that so just bear that in mind Um, and that was not the most expensive table it goes up in pricing from there depending on the location you pick and then depending on the artist it is as well like Anna is a really big artist internationally but like a lot of my friends did not know her Um, one of my friends said the tables for Carl Cox were going for like 10 grand. So depending on the artist, that can be way more expensive. But in my opinion for that night, having the space and not being like in the super packed crowded area was really nice. So I'm glad we could sit down because we were so tired and just like enjoy and drink. So yeah, that's what we did. We left at three 30. We let our friends hang out and like use our table for the rest of the night because we were just so freaking tired. Um, but in the future, I'm definitely going back for sure. They're follow them on Instagram. Their lineups are incredible. Their Halloween weekend is so sick. So you guys have to go. Like it's so amazing what they're going to be doing. Um, so I will be back for sure. And I will be going to the earlier hours. Um, but I think that's everything. I know I'm like talking for half an hour about space, but like, or this whole trip, but that's pretty much everything. You guys honestly woke up Sunday, came home, I was a piece of shit all day Sunday I really couldn't do anything I just slept and relaxed and that's why I'm getting caught up in work and recording this episode the night before this comes out because I'm just shot and it is what it is so yeah I highly recommend Miami Um, I'm really glad we did what we did I'm really glad we chose a nicer hotel in a good area Um, I would definitely be careful at night a couple of my friends said like South Beach has been like sketchier lately and I would agree with that Um, so definitely be careful just like walking around there and stuff uh Wynwood I highly recommend there's endless options for bars and restaurants and stuff like that so that was really really cute if you guys want some like nicer stuff um and again I enjoyed everywhere we ate so blue ribbon sushi was really bomb the limonada brunch freehold was good and la chic or la chick was good as well um naked taco but you have endless options so um yeah and SLS Hyde too that was like a cool nightclub if you guys ever want to check that out I'm sure they have other artists coming but That was everything. Uh, Again, the vlog is up on my YouTube channel if you guys want to see how it all went down. Um, But I'm extremely grateful for the weekend. It was so nice to spend that time with my friends and they went above and beyond and were troopers to hang in there for like all the dance music stuff. That's like not necessarily their vibe. So very happy that they were able to make it through. And we had that weekend away. 
in nice weather and got to relax on the beach. It was a very nice vacation. So that is where I'm at now. My body is like not even recovered from that. And we have EDC Las Vegas next week. So I'm a little terrified for myself. (laughs) I'm so exhausted. So, you know, we have a week, a little over a week here to recover. So I am resting a lot and preparing my body. Um, I'm going to dive into EDM news here in a second, but I just wanted to give a quick heads up. I wasn't sure what I was going to do with next week's episode just because there's so much to do before EDC, but I'm actually going to just talk about EDC next week and I'm going to give you guys updates on my plans and all of that. So I hope you enjoy that episode. Um, But the map came out today, spoiler alert, and the set times will be out by next week. So next week's episode, I'm just going to tell you guys my plans, um, set times, we'll talk about the map, all that good stuff get us really pumped for EDC Las Vegas. So that will be coming up. But with that being said, I'm going to take a super quick break here and then I will be back in just a second with some of my EDM news. Alrighty, you guys. So I already hinted at it, but um, today the EDC Las Vegas map dropped, which this all feels so surreal. Like it just feels surreal. It feels weird because it's in October, but I've been like so busy lately sorry I'm like looking on EDC Las Vegas's timeline and I just saw they posted something about um oh that's so funny they posted something about locking your tent at EDC and they said bring two if you can hear this before you go bring two locks with you because there are two entrances to your camp uh, to your moon glow pod or your desert desert rose pod and one of my friends told me that so I actually ordered two locks this morning so I'm glad they posted about that um anyway back to the map so what's crazy about this and I'm going to do a full breakdown on my YouTube channel, so stay tuned. Once the set times come out, I always do an explanation of the map and I go over set times in the same video. I do this every year so that, you know, if you're a newbie or you don't understand or the map overwhelms you, I will fully walk you through it in that. So stay tuned. But it's so freaking crazy looking at this map because it's the whole raceway is being used this year. Like every inch of this thing has something in it. And it's so crazy to see how packed this map is. Like when you see it in person, it is so big. You guys have no fucking idea. The biggest things that stand out to me immediately, I'm not going to get too into it, is the Neon Garden stage is different. It looks like it's a mega structure or it at least looks like it has like a covering to it. So it does not look like fully open air, but it might be because Quantum Valley is also technically a mega structure, but you like, it's just, it's a structure. Like you can see through the top of it. It's open air technically, So I'm very excited that we're going to have a new neon garden. That looks amazing. Kinetic field. I can, you can kind of see a design, but not really. So that's going to be really cool. Can't tell with stereo bloom either. It kind of looks like a new design to me personally, like the structuring of it looks different. So that will be really cool. Um, Wasteland looks different. Base pod looks similar. Circuit grounds looks exactly like the 2019 design like how it wraps around you so I'm excited for that and Quantum Valley looks the same and Cosmic Meadow looks the same so I won't be surprised about that um but I gotta I gotta dissect this so I'll do a whole whole video about it because it looked like there were some new art cars there's way 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 more art installations here way more like interactive areas so I'm so pumped about that it's a lot to see guys get there early so um actually I didn't mention that yet the opening ceremonies were announced as well um a couple announcements came out. So first off, we have the Camp EDC uh, Thursday night kickoff party, which I am personally excited about. We have Freak On, Elizabeth Cambage, Torn Foot, John Summit, and Dom Dalla. Oof. Oof. 
all the house music. I know the bass heads were not thrilled, but I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> like so much good house music. Like I haven't seen John Summit yet. I haven't seen Torn Foot or Elizabeth or Freak On and Dom Doll is a king. So that is fucking stacked. And then the opening ceremonies. So essentially EDC opens from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And then the event actually runs from 7 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. So this is optional. It's open to anybody. Um, the opening celebration is not campers only anybody can come it's friday saturday and sunday the this lineup is insane too some of those incredible back-to-backs are actually a part of the opening ceremonies so friday we have john summit again obviously the man of the year killing it um and then we have solardo back-to-back vintage culture which was one of my must sees so i will 100 percent be at um probably all of these opening ceremonies saturday we're getting diplo back-to-back lee foss which was one of my can't miss and then we have side piece as well and then sunday we have z trip and blossom love my girl blossom so i got to go out there and support her so that's amazing a lot of house music yet again they're going heavy with the house don't worry guys bass heads hard dance fans you have an entire stage at edc for you all weekend long you don't just get one day you get all three days so there will be plenty of bass music there um okay I have some not so fun news to share but let me let me do some other stuff here um we also got a new lineup drop from a new festival countdown camp out I don't know if anyone saw this yet but really really cool um insomniac has yet again expanded their empire and they already have their countdown brand which is their new year's eve festival in california but they are now doing a countdown camp out which is a two-day camping festival for new year's eve weekend and it's in okeechobee florida so really cool again Clearly, they have a home there. They have Okeechobee there. So that is out. Um, Really great mix of, oh, I didn't see that. I didn't even look at this yet. Flosherdamas, back-to-back, nitty-gritty, back-to-back, Valentino Khan. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, wow. That's amazing. You've got got bass, house, trap, all the things on there. So that is out. Tickets are available, I believe. I also saw another New New Year's Eve festival. So lineups are starting to get dropped. Uh, this is amazing. It's in San Francisco. I've never heard of it before, but it's called Fresh Start. It's a three-day um, indoor and outdoor festival. And so far, the uh, lineup is Gorgon City, Lane 8, Chris Lorenzo, John Summit, Justin Martin, Latrell, Yato, Jay Wara, Mind Chatter, Sasha Rabati, Vanessa, and West End with stage takeovers from Space Yacht, G-Code, and Heavy, Petty Zoo. Pe- Heavy Petting Zoo. Somebody sent me that lineup and I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Because again, house music. So that is so fire. If you're in San Francisco, you have to go out to that. Um, Okay, last two things here. The 1001 trackless annual top 101 producers of the year. Their ranking is out. This one is like way better than any other ranking system because it's completely based upon data. So it's not like a popularity contest, anything like that. It is literally... It says here in the post, the purpose of it is to present an objective, unbiased list of producers whose music is being played the most at festivals and clubs, on live streams and in radio shows and mixes. So these are literally the songs that artists are playing the most in their sets. But I'm really appreciative that they posted this. They said, while 1001 track lists does not decide the position or placement of any of the artists, um, It's calculated by summing up the unique DJ support the artists have received over the year. They cannot be manipulated or swayed in any way. They said there are zero, zero women 
and very few people of color in the top 101 producers this year. Despite there being many talented women and people of color producing dance music, these producers are not given the same empowerment as their white male counterparts, which I completely fucking agree with. I've heard so many times like it doesn't matter. Talent is talent. We're, you know, I don't know. I've just heard people say that where it's like it's not about color or gender. Like, we know, it's just about the music they're making, which is bullshit because you you can empower people by putting them on lineups. You have a whole undercard where you can make it a point to make sure that you have you have people who are hiring and placing people of color and women there so that you're you know what I mean like you shouldn't you shouldn't just be like saying like oh it's music whatever oh we just don't happen to have any women on this lineup or we just don't happen to have any black artists on this lineup like absolutely not it should be made a point that you are going out of your way to look for all these incredible artists whether or not they're the names you don't see a million times so they said um in their post this is a glaring issue which calls for wider change across the industry and we will be taking the following actions Tomorrow, we will publish our first ever The Future of Dance list featuring 60 women and people of color artists alongside the top 101 producers 2021, which is a new thing they're doing. These artist productions have been important in defining the sounds of the electronic music world in the past 12 months and will shape the future ahead. Together with Select Radio, VIRPP, and uh, Woe Promo, we will be launching the Future of Dance Initiative, a commitment to provide more exposure and opportunities for women, people of color, and underrepresented individuals in dance music. Demo submissions will be open to these individuals tomorrow and monthly winners will be selected to receive professional mix and mastering, DJ promo and radio servicing, radio residencies and additional exposure. Um, And you can go to top101producers.com for more info. But I fucking love them for doing this because they said, hey, we got this ranking. It's clearly a glaring issue. You're about to see a whole bunch of white dudes in the top 101 even though there's all these other incredible amazing artists who have made a huge impact this year so we're going to make our own other list and we're going to give you all these other suggestions of the future of dance music so I love that they've started posting it already um but I do want to report on the top 10 just so you guys are aware of what producers made the list because it is a huge deal like again these are just like people's songs so it clearly shows you who popped off this year and who you've probably heard a lot from um, I believe Oliver Heldens was number one last year, so I was very proud of him. But here are the top 10 rankings. So we'll do number 10. So number 10 was Tiesto. No surprise there. Actually, I have to quickly point it out. Chris Lake was number 12. We love fucking Chris Lake. Anyway, uh, Tiesto was number 10. Biscuits was number nine, who we've kind of been chatting about a little bit here and there. He came on my radar this past year. So very exciting to see him on there. He's an awesome tech house artist, I believe, from the UK. Oliver Heldens is number eight. My man's. He's still in the top 10. Um, Camel Fat, number seven. No surprise there. Um, Number six was, hold on, this is cut off. Uh, Mr. Sid, who I'm actually, I don't think I'm that familiar with Mr. Sid, but Mr. Sid is number six, so I'm going to check him out. John Summit, hello, are we surprised? I'm surprised he's not like number two or three, but John Summit broke through this whole past year and has been crushing it. He's number five. Armin Van Buren is number four. No surprise there. Kreider is number three, which Again, I I like these rankings because it's very international. So it's not just the United States. So you're going to see names on here who you may not always see, obviously, on like um, 
mainstream media or like on in the United States at certain festivals, but this is international. So I don't listen to Kreider a lot, but obviously he's extremely popular. Uh, David Guetta was number two. He's massive everywhere. And then number one is currently my favorite artist of the moment, which is Vintage Culture. So I was so excited to see him as number one. He's my favorite artist right now. Currently, I cannot stop listening to him. Every single song he puts out, I'm completely obsessed with. So I could go on and on, but the whole list is posted. You can see all, um, I think they have, the whole list is out, but they've only posted like a fraction of them on their Instagram stories. So we've got all that going on. And then lastly, I want to talk about this thing happening with Diplo because this is very big in the news right now. And then I'll let you guys go. But um, Diplo is obviously like a character in the dance music scene. He's brilliant. He really is brilliant. His music's amazing. And what he's done for house music in recent years is pretty groundbreaking. Um, Everything he does with Higher Ground is is amazing. Um, And I just got to see him recently and actually like loved his set and what he's been doing. But he has a bit of a reputation and he for sure has been in headlines and media. And I feel like the media drags him a lot. Like, you know, he has his own behaviors that he does that kind of gives off very like, what's the right word? I don't want to say the wrong thing here, but yeah, he, he gives off vibes that he's very much a ladies man. Um, if you followed him on Snapchat, like four or five years ago, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, he's, he's been out there, right? However, there has been some really, really slanderous, um, reporting about him, really, really intense accusations. And he came out with a very long post. It's like nine swipe throughs and it details, the craziest story of basically like a stalker who has been like blackmailing him, harassing him, his family, his kids, parents. It's horrible. Uh, It's really scary. He has all kinds of receipts on this post, text messages, evidence. um, And it's been happening for years now. So it's really scary because this is a person who was contacting the media, um, I believe accused him of sexual assault and rape all false accusations he's proved that in court so he was basically just being like I'm here to clear my name because this is fucking horrendous and this has been happening like she showed up to his house it's really really scary and not pleasant so definitely read that because I know there's a lot of things that come out about Diplo and I know people can get reputations in this industry um but I for one am glad that he shared that because I think it was very eye-opening to see the text messages and behavior and it kind of just it made me cringe. I was just like, this is like the dark side of fame. And that's fucking terrifying that people show up to your house and harass family members and things like that. So it was really scary. So that was out as well. So that was a very big thing that happened in the news. So definitely look into that if you guys want more um, information or want to see the latest on it. And don't believe everything that you hear, obviously, in the news. But with that being said, wow, I did not think I would talk for 45 minutes, but here we are. Um, Thank you guys for making it till the end of the episode. I know we had a lot to chat about today, but um, I hope you enjoyed all the stories. Again, I had an absolute blast. I can't wait to go back to Miami. Honestly, it was really fun. Um, Definitely go check out the vlog if you guys want to see how everything went. And I'm super excited for EDC next week. I can't wait to see you guys. Um, As of right now, I do not have any meetup info info for you just yet. But I will be doing a Rave Culture Cast meetup, of course. I want to see you guys in person because we couldn't do it. I freaking imagine. So this is a redo here. Um, I'm very much thinking it's going to be on Friday, maybe Sunday. But um, I'm going to avoid Saturday because Saturday is always so busy. 
So I will keep you posted on timing, but it'll be either Friday or Saturday. I will also do probably a meetup at Camp EDC for any of you guys who are camping because it'll just be so much easier to find each other at camp. Um, And it'll be like, we could just hang out. Like, let's go get a drink and food and just chill and go by the pool. So I'll keep you posted on all that. Um, please join our Facebook group. That's the, the best place. I can't talk. <laughs> please join our Facebook group. It's the best place to stay up to date with everything happening on that. I'll create an event page in there um, when we have everything. And yeah, again, if you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would make this your Instagram stories today. Um, please write a review on Apple Podcasts or just give a rating. That's a huge, huge help. And again, stay tuned for the merch if you're watching on youtube i'm going to give you a sneak peek in just a second but if you're listening right now go hop over to youtube subscribe come check out the merch (laughs) okay with all that being said guys thank you so much for listening this week and i will be back next wednesday with a new episode bye guys 